Welcome, everybody, to the season two premiere of Live from the Dutch Hall with Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> the anniversary show with very special guests from Ladies' Night, Abby Van Dyke. <laughs> from the World Cup Shakedown, Mr. Mike Bowe. <laughs> from Holy Thursday, Lori Ball. <laughs> from Beauty and the Beeb, Julie Sties. <laughs> From the Jagerbaum Olympics, Paul Van Dyke. From the warm-up shack, Greg Bowe. From Calling All Douchebags, Jamie Barham. From her self-titled episode, Tanya Van Roy. From Whiskey Night, Jason Ryder. From the Dad Show, Jeff Clunder. From the greatest show ever, Derek the Bee Van Hooten. From the birthday show, Nicole Courier. From Go Fuck Yourselfie, Dr. Jane Van Dyke. From Taco Thursday, our scientific correspondent, Mr. Tom Bowen. And his wife, Laura Bowen. From the Boxing Day Family Spectacular, Kevin Van Dyke. And from Cherry Popper, I'm the man who writes the music for the show, Dave Charters. And now, your host, the only man I know that has convinced his wife that drinking in his shed is a job, Mr. Pete Van Dyke, my good friend. Hey, welcome everybody. Thank you very much for coming to the anniversary show. It's the season two premiere of Live from the Dutch Hall. It's the anniversary of my documented midlife crisis, so thank you very much for paying attention to it. So, uh, we have a great show lined up for you tonight, and a lot of great celebrities here from the year that's gone by, season one. We've had just a, just a plethora of our former stars and guests. From, uh, of course, my, my uh, man that writes the music, Dave Charters, is here. Let's hear it for Dave again. Hey. Thank you, everybody. Hey. Dave Charters, if you've been paying attention to the show from the beginning, you'll notice that uh, Charters has taken many shapes since the beginning of the show. It's due to his staunch Catholic belief system. <laughs> and uh, at this point in the year, is around the Christmas season, so uh, Charters, you're uh, busy plumping yourself up for your... That's right, just your, like the turkey. <laughs> for the like Lenten fast. Turkey. Is that what it is? Well, thank you very much, Dave, for coming. And also, we have uh, Kevin and Abby Van Dyke here from uh, Jamaica, Jamaica. Everyone, let's hear for Kevin and Abby Van Dyke. Uh, Abby, one of the, one of the, one of the uh, well, Jamaica, Jamaica is a great episode. It was uh, the favorite of Sonia Rowan, my friend from California. She's she's said it time and time again. That's her favorite episode. And one of the great stories in that was the story of Abby's friend's vaginal dryness. Does everyone re remember that? She's not my friend anymore. <laughs> and uh, Abby's Abby's friend's uh, vagina is so dry. How dry is it? Her vagina is so dry that this year when Kevin goes to Jamaica, he's installing a pivot in her pussy. <laughs> That's an agricultural joke for some of my drunk farmers. Over here. <laughs> also here is uh, the majority of the cast of Holy Thursday is here. So let's hear it for the Holy Thursday cast. That's a... <laughs> For those who uh, remember the Holy Thursday episode, that's with my brothers and sisters. And again, coming into the Christmas season where this is the first time we'll see each other uh, 
in, the, the, in many days in a row. I guess it's the second day in a row, isn't it, that we've seen each other? And, and Christmas when you cousins. get... <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and when we get together as a family, the you know, first couple of days, it's nice. You get busy in your life. You don't see your family very often. And then you say, like, uh, hey, we're back together. It's really nice. Then you have a good time. You have a few drinks. And then the next time you see each other, you're like, oh, uh... Remember that time yesterday? We had a lot to drink. How you feeling today, you know? And then about the fifth day in a row, you go into a family Christmas function, and you're like, these fucking people again? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, anyways, guys, that's our sh uh, this is going to be a great show for you. We have all a bunch of stars here. The Wheel of Fun is back. So let's hit the theme song, boys, and get this thing going. Time. Holy mackerel. <coughs> Thank you very much to Kevin and Av for the uh, anniversary champagne that was brought in. Poured immediately up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today in the wheel of, today we've uh, decided for the anniversary show that we're going to bring back the Wheel of Fun here on Live from the Dutch Hall. And the Wheel of Fun, we, you might remember from the birthday show, had some great topics and great conversations uh, started from it. But this one we're going to celebrate the year that was season one of Live from the Dutch Hall. And what we've done on the Wheel of Fun for today is we've put a whole bunch of um, uh, different episodes, and they ended up being a mishmash of a bunch of ep episodes, uh, to, so we can include all the guests that are here from all the famous episodes. So we have Poops and Spoons, we have the Warm Up Ladies Whiskey Night, we have World Cup Shakedown, Van Dykes Against Humanity, The Birthday Show, Holy Taco Thursday, uh, The Greatest Show Ever, and Cherry Popper Dodd Show. Which I guess if you do pop the cherry, you could end up being a dad. So that one does kind of go together, right? <laughs> so the way it's going to work initially is I thought we would play the feud. You know the family feud? Excellent show. Dude. Well, let's do it. So what's going to happen is we're going to spin the wheel, and then we're going to play the feud. So... Tommy, can you get up and spin that wheel? We'll see who's up for the All first right. play in the few. Tommy! Come on, Tommy! Come on, Tommy Boy! Big money! Big money, big money! Oh! Warm up ladies' whiskey night. Warm up ladies' whiskey night. And give it a <laughs> give it another spin, Tom. Give it another spin. Oh. Jesus. That's awesome wheel, man. Holy Taco, Holy Taco Thursday. Thursday. So this is how it's gonna work. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have the people from Holy Taco Thursday, which would be the combination. Theme song goes forever. Fart it out. I got. I can't fart it out. So, anyways, we're gonna have uh, Holy Taco Thursday, which would be uh, Paul, Paul Van Dyke, Lori Ball, and. Uh, Laura and Laura and Tom Bowen versus the uh, warm up ladies whiskey night, which was Greg oh. Ryder. Is Greg gone? Uh, he's here somewhere. Greg. Greg's 
Oh, yeah. So we need a replacement Greg Bow. Who wants to be a replacement Greg Bow? Ben. Ben. Okay, so we got uh, Ben DeConnick replacing the great, uh, great Greg Bow. And then we'll have uh, Abby Van Dyke as well, re representing with, uh, Ladies Night. Okay? And what you're going to do is you're going to come up and play the feud. So, Paul, how about you and Abby start this thing off? All right. So me and Ben are teammates? Yeah. You and Ben are teammates, yeah. Who picked no that? Come on, Benny. <laughs> All right. Benny, get in here. All right, Abby, go up to We have the uh, the, the uh, Dutch Hall 2000 buzzer machine set up. No, Paul, you're way too close. I'm not that close. All right. All right, so ready? Uh... What? It's like half touching it. Let's play the feud. All right, you ready? Don't play it. Don't touch anything. Let's play the feud. <laughs> top, top five answers on the board. 100% of men of uh, square-headed Polish men who write the music for life in the Dutch Hall surveyed. Top five answers on the board. Here's your question. What are the top? What are you doing? You gotta stop that. Stop that. Wait, hold on. Top. Okay, ready to buzz? So, top five. No, it's just the two of you. You're not. You're not it's just Come two. on, I want it. You gotta wait your turn. It's Paul and Krista. What are the top five sexiest female voices on Life in the Dutch Hall as, as Dave, according to Dave Charters? Abby. Great. Top five sexiest female voices according to Dave Charters. Jane Van Dyke. The rooster. Jane Van Dyke. Number one. <laughs> Number four. So it can be stolen by Paul. Paul. Steal. You didn't have that microphone? Stop. Give, stop. Give him the mic. That's nice, Jane. I'm going to say Abby Van Dyke. Abby Van Dyke. Number five. Oh, you, can pass. <laughs> you can pass or play. Um. <laughs> pass or play, it's easy. I'm gonna pass. Oh, pass. Okay, so it'll go to Laura. Laura. Laura, it's up to you. Top five sexiest yourself, female voices. <laughs> Laura Bowen. You don't have to. <laughs> Great All right, it goes next to, uh, would be Paul, uh, no, Paul, you buzz, uh, so, uh, Tom. Dave Charters. Oh, jeez. Looking around the room, there's a bunch of knockouts. One of them's got to have a sexy voice. There is, there is. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Krista Van Dyke. I don't have a sound effect. Like <laughs> no. Sorry, so that goes to Jane. Oh, is she on my team? She's on Taco Doesn't Thursday. Oh. No, it, oh, is it, it'll be two strikes. It'll be two strikes. Okay. Lori Wall. Two strikes, and this it goes over to the, for the steal. For the steal. Ben, you can ben. all confirm. For the steal. Okay, here. Can we? Oh. Who are you going with, Benny? Julie Julie Stice. Julie Stice. And then that is number three. Oh, there we go. Julie Stice from uh, Beauty and the Beef. Actually, and uh, they are engaged, so uh, congratulations from the yeah. life of the Dutch Hall community for the engagement of Julie and the Beef. Last answer on the board is the girl who gets off from nipple play from Ladies' Night. <laughs> from Ladies' Night. Let's spin the wheel again. Uh, who do you want to put? Paul, Paul, you want to spin it? 
Where are you get the next two teams up here? I thought it might have been the one from the orgasm. Van Dyke's Against Humanity, which is Lori, Craig, and... Jane. Jane? Okay, and go. Uh, it's anticlimactic. I just have to have theme music. No way. Just pick one already. World Cup Shakedown, which we're going to have just pick a, pick a bunch of teams, all right? So, okay, we'll have from World Cup Shakedown, Mike Bow squaring off against, uh, who was that one? Van Dyke. Lori Ball. Did it do? Hey! 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 <laughs> Going down, Lori. <laughs> All right, everybody, you ready? Yeah. All right, top top five answers on the board. One hundred percent of teams that are ready. One hundred percent of of wives of people who run live from the Dutch Hall surveyed. Top five answers on the board. What are the five? The, <laughs> <laughs> the top, don't buzz before you have to answer. The top five male sexiest voices. Male sexiest voices. Lori. That buzzer doesn't work. Um, Dave Charters. Dave Charters. Charters number three. I'll take that. Bing, Bing, Char Charters number three. For the seal. I'm going to go with uh, Man in the Room, Tom Bowen. I'm going. Okay. So, Lori, uh, you you have the right to pick your team, actually. Cause you have to pick replacements for Craig Franklin. Okay. And uh, just pick, pick. Who's up? Uh, we'll take uh, Charters. Charters? Charters, come up. Oh, we should pick the girls. Nicole, yeah, the sexiest female voice. Nicole. <laughs> yes. The sexiest male voice? Yeah, on the show. That's according to Jane, though. It's according to Jane Van Dyke. Oh, Pete Van Dyke. Oh, it's just obvious. Oh, it's just obvious. Jane. I didn't know that. He said that. I couldn't believe it was picked so late. All right, next person, Jeff Klender representing. Uh, who's out? Who's missing on that show? World Cup Shakedown. Oh, Jane. Oh, no, Jeff's going to be on the show. Am I representing myself? Oh, or am I oh yeah, you're representing World Cup. Shakedown. Yeah, you're. Yeah, totally Pete. You should represent World Cup Shakedown because you're a Dutchman. That's right. So, se you, oh, you don't watch the show? Or sec five sexiest male voices? Are you comfortable enough with your sexuality to guess whose I, voice is? Sexy? Yeah, can I can I guess myself? Yes, you can. All right, I'm gonna guess. Jeff Klunder. Jeff Klunder. Because I just, I ju oh, I just saw Jane this week. I thought it'd be fresh on her mind. I'm surprised it wasn't up there too, because she was a little bit, she was a little bit like, uh, she seemed a little bit like lightheaded when she got home. She was flush. All right. You could have even said six. And she insisted on closing her eyes when she, when we made love. She did that night. I remember that. So okay, no, and that's one A. And then who else is up for this team? Let's we got get two X's on our team. Son of a bitch. Let's get Julie up. <laughs> Julie Styles. Derek Finian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh. Great answer. Can I can I jump in and say uh, Kevin Van Dyke? Uh, Kevin Van Dyke is uh, yes uh, representing World Cup Shakedown. Kevin Van Dyke is number. Oh. Oh. For the steal. 
Barry Wilson was number five. Yeah, Barry Wilson. I don't like vagina. What? What was that say? What'd you say, Barry? I don't like vagina. You don't. What do you like? Is this a small dick company? I don't like vagina. <laughs> he doesn't like vagina, I guess so. Barry Wilson, number four. Craig Franklin. Craig Franklin, conspicuously absent, but the star of uh, Jagerbomb Olympics. And Mike Bow, number two. Didn't even pick himself, eh? Nice Mike Bow. You want to do one more? Let's do let's do one more of these rounds. Paul, give it give it a spin, Vanna. Yeah. Let's go birthday show <laughs> against Poops and Spoons. So representing Poops and Spoons, we'll have Derek Van Hooten representing, what was the first one? Birthday show. Birthday show. Oh, representing birthday show, Derek Van Hooten. You weren't on the birthday show? Okay, you're Poops and Spoons. Birthday show, we have Nicole up here. All right. All right. Top six answers on the board. Top six answers on the board. Here's your question. Which, uh, yeah, whatever. Which, what are the top six female issues discussed in season one of Live from the Dutch Hall? Female issues discussed on Live from the Dutch Hall. Nicole. Abby's friends dry vagina. <laughs> Abby's friends yeah. dry vagina. <laughs> Number one answer. Do you pass or play? Girl, no, sir. Uh, we'll play. We'll play. Mike, you're up from the birthday show. Mike Ball. Oh, Great guest, teammate. Great Vaginal guess. dryness, Mike. What other female issues are discussed on Live from the Dutch Hall? Okay. You could have kissed her, too, being the old Richard Dawson. Give her a smooch. Uh, hey, Richard Dawson, beautiful you man. I don't like touching so much, so you want to go around kissing the guests? When I would love out? to kiss all of <laughs> Richard Dawson. I'm not shy about it. Beautiful man. Female issues discussed on Live from the Dutch Hall oh, in season one. Uh, nipple hardness. Oh. oh, first strike. Oh. Tough one. Tough Damn. one. From the birthday show, next would be. Were you at the birthday show? No. Uh, Tom Bowen. Tom Bowen. Female issues. Not at the birthday show, Nicole. At the birthday night. Oh, Come on. <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> Five, the only four. female issues we talked about was midget issues, which was. No, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, from the whole season. I, no, I, I got it. We never talked about anything else for women except for uh, midget women? Is that what you're saying? I don't remember. I just try to think of the episode we talked about. Okay. Um. We're going to have to get rid of yeah, that. I, I got a double it. strike. I got it. Okay, we got the steal. Shitting on a plane. Yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. Beaver. That's from my episode. Uh, we're, we're, I'm pretty sure it's on there. Yeah. Pooping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shitting on a plane. I was actually going to put uh, shitting behind behind a, a variety store, a convenience store, but it wouldn't fit in a little box. Yeah. What about, like, uh, breastfeeding and, like... Breast, we didn't talk about breastfeeding yet. Maybe season two we'll have that. But we no, had, we did talk about breastfeeding. Did we? I don't remember. On ladies' night. We did talk about Diva Cup. <laughs> we talked about oh, orgasm. Oh, the, great, the great episode of oh, female orgasm. Puffy Pussy. Puffy Pussy. Oh, that's a 
That's a job. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah we talked about that it. That should have been a known one. Yeah. Obvious. Oh. And that number two, potential lesbianism. So I might be a lesbian. What, Jane? So I right. might be a lesbian. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's we should, you know what we should do before we get into anything more? And uh, no, we're going to get up and talk about some topics. Well, we do want to do one more round. No, that's it. Let's just do, let's do, uh, let's, before we get into the next one, let's do a little thing we call, oh, no, we, no, no, forget it. We don't have the thing up. Let's do one more round of uh, Family Feud. Give it a spin. Dave, while you're up. <laughs> the greatest show ever. Greatest you already show ever. Oh, yeah. And let's just do it against who hasn't been up yet? Everyone? Cherry Popper. Cherry Popper. We'll go against Cherry Cherry Popper Dad. Yeah. Okay, Cherry Popper Dad show against greatest show ever. Uh, so, who wants to be who wants to be Cher Cherry Popper's charters? Definitely charters. charters. Get in here and buzz with Derek. Sounds good. Barney. Barney. All right. All right. Top eight answers on the board. Here's your question. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> what are the top What are the top rated episodes of Live from the Dutch Hall? Barney. Oh, I forgot I had to buzz. Uh, the uh, quit your job. Quit your job, number one. Yeah. Come on. Quit your job, number one. Yay. Yeah. Pass the play. Pass. Okay, so it's going the greatest show ever. Uh, greatest show ever. Um, the show about the greatest show ever. <laughs> oh, bam. Uh, big, big bad new. No. All right, so uh, greatest show ever. Kevin. What's this question, Pete? Top rated shows. Guess which one's top rated. The top rated show? Yeah. Um, it'd probably be uh, Vanderbushes would probably be up there. Number three, Ryan. Va oh, oh, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. What's that? What's that show? Uh oh. Might as well just leave that one. Right? <laughs> yeah. Number two. Right, man, but and then the birthday show. Birthday show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one too. Yeah, too All right, great show ever. Uh, who else is that? Mike, we got that one? Great no. show ever? No. Beef? Who's that the greatest? You were. Yeah, he was. He was. I'm going against him. Paul, what was it? Guess one. I never drink ginger. Jamaica, Jamaica. Eh, that's number two, oh. eh, right? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Okay, chance for a steal for Cherry Popper. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with the birthday. The birthday show's already on there. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Five. Man, it's so hard. Four. What was your favorite on? Female <laughs> orgasm. Female orgasm. Yeah, you oh. lose. Uh, goes to the greatest show ever. Yeah. Should have went ladies' The real night. ones was. Cherry Popper oh. was actually number four. Dutch Hall Remix, Whiskey Night, T-Shirt Club, and Fred Eaglesmith. Fred Eaglesmith. Yes, thank you. All right, you ready, guys? One more. We, you ready to do it? We're going to do a little thing we do every week on Live from the Dutch Hall where we reach out to our listeners and we try to uh, tell them what's going on with the show and thank them for their support. And it's a segment we call... Feedback. We got feedback. feedback. We're gonna do this one live, folks. So when you when you get the song playing, don't feel sh don't feel shy about singing it out loud. Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. 
Oh, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Can you pass me that book, please, Brian? Okay. Today, today's episode of Live from the Dutch Hall is brought to you by our friends at Amazon.com and Amazon.ca. Thank you to everyone who have gone to my website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and clicked on the Amazon banner to do your shopping. Uh, every little bit that you do uh, comes back and helps out the Dutch, Dutch Hall a little bit. And we actually are having a lot of support around the Christmas season, so thank you very much for everybody who's, uh, who's uh, done that for me. Um, also, I wanted to say the t-shirts are in, everyone. So the t-shirts came in today, and they look great. And uh, so give a round of applause. Oh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. The t-shirts are in. They do look good. It looks better on Jane than on you. It does. Just my opinion. I ordered the uh, the female ones are extra small, so it really does uh, <laughs> it really does uh, help the show more than the than the male shirts do. Uh, that's for sure. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was like last week at the season finale, we made a we made kind of a claim that we were going to take the show on the road for 2015. And last year, my goal was with the show was that every week I was going to put one episode out, and so I did that and made it a goal that no matter what, I had to get one episode out a week. And I accomplished that for this year. So next year, my goal is going to be one show a month that we take it on the road and uh, go out and see the listeners and uh, try to do shows outside of uh, our area so we can kind of broaden the fan base and uh, just kind of t uh, form probably a better connection with our audience out there and see what's going on outside of uh, Pine Grove, which is uh, <laughs> not much. It's very beautiful. But when I just stare out my window, not much happens. So I thought maybe I'd get on the road and do that. So we're, that's coming up on next year. And so what I did was I went online and I saw this thing called, um, oh, geez, what's it called? It's called Eventful. So I went to eventful.com. And what you do, what Eventful is, is it allows you to go on a website and then you can, um, you can pick, like, um, if you like Foo Fighters, for example, you can go on Foo Fighters and you can say, I want Foo Fighters to come to uh, Delhi. And if they get like 20,000 people from Delhi, say they want, which there isn't, but if they was, they could get Foo Fighters to come to Delhi or whatever it was, right? So in my case, I registered as a performer on Eventful. And uh, if you go on there, you can uh, request Pete Van Dyke come to your town. So even if I get five people from any town, I don't care where it is in the world, um, I will go to it. Five people, that's all I need. So In the world. In the world. I'm, wow. I'm making a claim right now that if you're in Timbuktu and you get five people that will tell me to go to Timbuktu, I'm planning a trip to Timbuktu. That's what I'm going to make as a commitment. I'm going to try to do it. Within i got to put a cap on it, though. Maybe we'll get Utah. Utah, that's what I'm talking about. I've asked the Utah guy every week, or girl, whoever it is, the person in... Uh, Draper, Utah. Yeah, get four of your friends together. Yeah, just get four friends. We can go to Utah and have a great time. Get called to Germany and get killed. <laughs> what? Get called to Germany and get killed. Germany is actually my, uh, uh, it's my number one European country as far as listeners go, eh? The Germans. Yeah, they're a big. Uh, I think they're supporters. I don't know. I think they like. They're sadists there. Have you ever watched German porn? Have you, your your mic's way down. It's not even close to you. So, anyways, uh, that's it for feedback. We got. I just want to say we uh, over the last year we went from uh, and you know from the cherry popper episode we went from starting from nothing. We had no no Twitter followers, no Facebook listeners, no presence at all on the internet. And in one year's time. We built the audience up, and uh, it's really nice to build that relationship with all my uh, audience. So I'd like to thank everyone for listening. And this uh, week's feedback, we got feedback. Thank you to the Kosher Pork Shop. Thank you to Ice Girl 60. Thank you to um, 
just everybody who's ever uh, shared the show and liked the show, everyone in this room. So that's all I want to say for feedback. We got feedback, but there's one thing we have to do before we end the program, and that's thank one last listener, and that's my good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. So let's do that. Yeah. I love that word. <laughs> nice. Hey, it worked out, eh? Thanks, Barry. Yeah. What did he say, Barry? I love that word. <laughs> Barry Wilson from T-Shirt Club. Well, our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf, every week, he's been with us from the beginning, and might, many people might not know the origin of the Haitian Dwarf, so I dug into the old archives of Live from the Dutch Hall, and we, we have a clip. I'm sorry to those of you who don't have headphones, but I'm going to play the clip from where it came from. And this is a conversation that Charters and I had in Cherry Popper, that was the be- we were talking about Fantasy Island. Do you remember, Dave? And I said that you had a you had a little buddy that you followed around in a white suit. Yeah, I remember that. Why did you? Yeah, you used to hang out with that little midget, right? For oh, I'm sorry, little person for quite some time. That, was he Haitian? That guy? I'm not sure. Mexican? Was it a Mexican? I threw in the extra touch at the end that time. I thought it would really punch it up, eh? That was nice. <laughs> Oh well, the Haitian. Well, that was the origin of the Haitian dwarf. It and was the, in that very first episode. And the second, yeah, he gave feedback from the first episode as the Haitian dwarf, and that, and then the history was made. So um, this week we got feedback from the Haitian dwarf, and I'll just go to um, uh, to read it here. Haitian dwarf once again gave me five stars, five stars for episode fifty-two, and it was really just a heartfelt, uh, heartfelt feedback this week. It says, "Wow." Hard to believe a whole year has passed. Congratulations on yet another milestone. I hope next year be- brings even more success for the show. Looking forward to ne- to next episode, as always. Haitian Dwarf. So let's give a round of applause for Haitian Dwarf. Really, over the year, he's been through so much. I mean, we found out, first of all, we met the guy, and then we found out we got worried about his health situation. He had uh, he had some sort of he had some sort of genitalia uh, confidence issues, you know. He, apparently, his genitals were too large for his stature, and he was a source of great shame for him. So, uh, upon the knowledge of one of my episodes, uh, he uh, he heard about the Nolo procedure, and he proceeded to cut off his entire genitals and uh, and and balls and everything, you know, the whole shooting match. And uh, he seems happy for it. I Did guess. Did he go through with that? Well, yeah, he hinted. He said he did because there was a recovery there, but I don't know. Uh, uh, it seems drastic, you know. I, I wouldn't have done it, but I wouldn't get a tattoo. So <laughs> you wouldn't? No, I wouldn't get a tattoo. I just, it's just, I don't. I, I, I it's too much of a commitment for me to go to go to a tattoo. It's or, like I would change my mind so often. Like if I had something on my arm today, like tomorrow, I think it's stupid already, and I would just hate myself for making a bad decision. You know, that's what I would do. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> that's that fizzled out. Oh, it's quiet in here. Yeah, I didn't mean to offend anybody. If, if, anybody, if somebody else wants a tattoo and they feel like they've made a strong decision, they're happy with it, then that's their decision, not mine. I just changed my mind a lot. I just really am flaky. I couldn't commit to it. So you're admitting that you're flaky. Yeah, I am. I would I would uh, get a wedding ring on my finger tattooed. That's as far as I go. Because I would because I then I wouldn't have to wear my ring anymore because I hate jewelry. And I'm gonna be married forever. 
if my wife doesn't divorce me. And then if I had a tattoo on my finger. Exactly. Then what would you do? What? Then I would uh, then I would walk around saying, "You're still married to me. You can't divorce me. I'm tattooed on my finger." <laughs> and then uh, she'd say, "No, no, it's, that's uh, that's stupid. That's there's laws and stuff, and you're really not my cup of tea." And then right, she put so a, then the tattoo would really mean nothing. It would so mean why to me. Find... Yeah, but when Jane was with her new husband and stuff, and I would be showing the guy, I was like, <laughs> "I was there first. Look at this fucking tattoo." And she'd be like, I got. "Oh my god, <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's such a loser. I'm sorry. This is why I divorced him. This is why I divorced him." Yeah. Right? Because you'd be like going like this with your thing, and she'd be like, see, now you know why. Yeah, and I'd be telling real detailed yes. things I did to her in the exactly. sack to him. I'd be no. like, yeah, yeah, you're happy now, but guess what? I'll tell you, I did some really, really, really dirty things. <laughs> dirty things. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because I was married to her first, right? Right, Jane? <laughs> yeah, but the longer you're married, the, the dirtier you get, no? Uh, like, please, don't you think that elaborate. the dirtier the stuff you do is now as opposed to like when you were 16? So like now when you have sex, this shit you do is like so much more intense and so much better than it is when it back then. Right? Well, it really, it really erupted the crowd. It really got the crowd going. Because they know we're going to get going here. Uh, uh, I think it's natural that if you, uh, as the longer that you're married to somebody, if you're going to try to like always try to keep it, uh, keep it lively in the bedroom, right? Right. So what I'm saying is you're telling me is that you'd get this tattoo that says, I'm married to Jane forever, and then she would leave you, yeah. obviously because your sex is shit. So that's the only reason she'd ever leave you. Oh, so no. she'd leave you for that. And then, my, I'm insane. That's well, why. Or, why else would she leave you? You're good looking. You're a Van Dyke. You come from a great family. Why? Okay. Yeah. Why would you leave me? Why would you? The only reason me? I would ever leave Kev is if like he couldn't pleasure me. Like there's nothing else wrong with him at all. He's good looking. Comes from a great family. He pees He's in awesome. The I love him. There's nothing wrong with him. Okay. He does pee in the closet, but I can clean that up. There's nothing wrong with that. Anyways, what I'm saying is, you tattoo this on, and then you say to the new guy, look. at this and he's all like what what and then what then what? what are you saying i'm saying the new guy I show him my tattoo and exactly. then i tell him graphic details of what i did to exactly but what he's saying is what he's doing now to jane is so much better because haven't you progressed in your sex life from like 16 to now don't you say that everything with Jane is better now? You tell me every yeah, but time not that guy. you but you tell me every time you see Jane she's more good looking than she was the day that's before. Right, but, that's exactly. right. Exactly. So this guy, he meets her now and then in like ten years what Jane is like yeah, she'll she, be on the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Wait, I'll tell you something about my wife. She's uh, if, if you concentrate for uh, if you concentrate on like um, making your wife happy in a bedroom forever and you really concentrate very hard on it. And you work hard, you ask her questions, you listen, and you do things to make her really happy. And it doesn't matter, then it doesn't, that, the, the new guy that comes in, he might have a bunch of tricks with other girls, but he ain't gonna work with my wife right away. He's gonna have to learn all of her, like, uh, combinations over the years. It yeah, that's me- all I'm saying, though. But when you're flashing your tattooed ring in her face, this is how this, this is, remember how the conversation started, though? It started about a, a tattooed ring. Yeah, I know. I'm a right? show, this, listen, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta listen to the train of thought here. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a tattoo on my ring. Right. I'm gonna get a divorce from my wife and still have the tattoo on my ring. She's gonna divorce me because I would never do that. Right. And then uh, then then this guy's gonna come around. He's gonna start dating her. He's probably gonna be an 18 year old black man, a man dingo type guy. That's what I'm imagining. That's who you think Jane would pick. Yeah, so she would. Do. <laughs> a young basketball player is what she's going for. I'm pretty so sure. So she'd pick a short black guy. <laughs> no, not short. He's, she's gonna pick a power forward. Maybe a shooting. Maybe a shoot. Oh, volleyball. Oh, volleyball. There's no black guys in volleyball, is there? Jane? 
<laughs> Not on your team. What? Not on your team. Not on my team. No. Oh, I didn't see. Oh, there's one in the league. <laughs> there is one guy, isn't there? Isn't that? <laughs> we're, called, we're, a, we're a hotbed of cultural diversity in Norfolk County. We got one black guy in our volleyball league. <laughs> He's really good too. He's really good. Hey, every good team needs. Okay, so she's picking him. Right. She picks this guy. And yeah. I was telling you, 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 you're saying even if she left me for me being like bad in the sack, which is your point, it doesn't. That's no. That's what I'm. I'm just saying. Okay. It's not not what I'm saying. I'm sure she loved your sex. I know she does. <laughs> no, she no, told uh, me actually. It's all, this is all a hypothetical situation. None of it's actually real, eh? It's I know. But she came up to like prove the point up on Jay's mic. She's like, just so you know, the sex is really good. She wanted to prove that, didn't you, Jane? Yeah. See? Oh, that, see, yeah. she does say that. Yeah. Because I work really hard at it. I know you do. Yeah. I know yeah. you do. I don't want you to feel this. I don't want you to feel disinvaluated in your yeah. sex. I think it's. I'm sure it's great. I don't think. I. I'm sure. But. I try really hard. But your whole point about the the tattooed ring is what we were getting at. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not going to do it anyways. I don't. I'm. I'm not going to do it anyways. So, either way, it's a moot point. But it was a great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but I think now of all tattoos, that's the tattoo you should get. I would get. It. I, well, if I, that's the one that's the closest I'd get. But I'm not. I'm still not very serious about it. You're doing it actually, aren't you? Or you're thinking about it? Oh, probably. probably. Yeah. Probably this is kind of oh, that's shaky, man. <laughs> that's not like old feet. A tattoo is more commitment than a ring. Because even is. even though I'm permanently scarred from my ring, my my ring, like if I take it off, it's still no one's gonna fall for it. I have a callus and the, my fingers, uh, you know, mouth. It's a uh, it's deformed now because the ring. Yeah, and I'm still gonna look married. Then you don't have to wear it though. And so even if I did, even without the tattoo, I'm still gonna. I'll probably just show him my mangled finger. You know, sign signs the ring and still pull off. Get him to smell ring. it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like uh, 17 years of ring cheese that's just been building up in there, you know? Oh, that's Because I, I never take my ring off because I love my wife so much. That's what it's all about. You want to you do... The other idea was we're going to go spin the wheel and create a, and get a table up here and we'll talk about some topics. And then we can go to do another round of the feud before the end. So, uh, Barney, you want to spin it and give me a spin? We're going to do it and we're going to invite up a, ca a, a whole cast of one of the former shows. We're going to do a little... Do something. So there we go. We got cherry popper. So if Charters and Clumber would come up, we can do a little cherry, a little cherry popper talk. Cherry popper was the very first episode of live from the Dutch Hall, and uh, we started it out on this very day in 2013. It's uh, and where I tricked my buddy Dave to come into the uh, come into the Dutch Hall, and we set up some equipment. What a big surprise that was that night. Yeah, and old Charters came by. And uh, and uh, we did a great show. And the one thing that I wanted to do before we get too far into this conversation is I wanted to play the theme song. You heard the thing. You, you always brag about being the man that writes the music for the show, right, Dave? Yeah, that's right. I tell everyone I meet. So, when you uh, were you bragging after Cherry Popper? I well, I, I, probably. I mean, it was a big accomplishment for me, right? <laughs> Well, let's just play the Cherry Popper live from the Dutch Oh, you have that? Yeah, the theme song. And we can, this is it. We started the show. Dave was tricked into it, by the way. And then Dave came by and uh, he uh, played this theme song for us. Let's, uh, let's listen to it if you could. Oh, yeah, me too. All right, let's go. Let's roll. You got headphones? Roll the, tip, roll the music. Okay, listen to this, Dave. See if you're proud of it. All right. I brought my guitar. I love how you say you brought your guitar. <laughs> Just to let everyone know it's live. 
<laughs> Just let it play out, Dave. Just let it play out. See, it did a bit different then. It's very different. Yeah. That's a little old intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a good part about the piece. Supposed to roll into it. You're gonna keep <laughs> where you say. I love how you where you go. No, I'm about to play my. This is how a good theme song should go. Before you play the theme song, you should say, "I have a guitar. <laughs> I'm going to play music." And then you play the theme song at the end. You go, "That was the theme song." <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised I cut that Just part make out. Sure, clear everything up for everyone. <laughs> Well, thanks for doing that, Dave. I really do appreciate it. My it. I'm pleasure. Give you a round of applause, Dave. And also, I'm also going to do one of these. That's how much I remember you texted me and asked me to put something together. I sent you a couple clips from my iPhone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we had two. And you picked that one. Two to choose from, and that one just sounded right to me. And it's definitely, it's gotten better. Eh? We did a couple of adjustments on it over the years, and then yeah. Mike, uh, Mike did his own theme song, and we we really went through an evolution. Yeah. I still want to make it electric. Maybe for the season three premiere, we go electric. What do you think? Like I, w- I went out to the. Yeah, we should go electric. I went out to the music store and spent an exorbitant amount of money on uh, recording equipment, so I could uh, record the actual theme song. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Teresa's still mad. You should put an Amazon page up to get some of that money back or something. Oh, that's eh? a good idea. <laughs> Sell some CDs. <laughs> yeah. So the, the theme song CDs. I'm just waiting for the royalties to come in. So the one thing I got, I got two, two staunch Catholics here. Would you call yourself a staunch Catholic, Jeff? Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close to staunch Catholics. So well, one thing that I think is really cool about the Catholics right now is the new Pope. The new Pope's a real... Uh, is a real uh, star, eh? He's a real hit, in the, and he's making he uh, being Catholic cool again. He's doing eh? some serious marketing. <laughs> yeah, there's but, a place in heaven for dogs now. I read that last week. There's a pl- and also he said he would baptize a Martian. <laughs> I did not hear that. You didn't hear that about the no. Pope? Did you hear that, Clunder? I did not. It's true. The uh, the Pope said that if a Martian was to come down and want to seek... Um, Oh, he wanted to. If a, if a Martian uh, came down and he wanted to have, um, if he wanted to be baptized in the way of Jesus Christ, the Pope would <laughs> gladly take him in. That's what he said. And he also, he also though it's not the same as Martians. He also mentioned the homosexuals. He made went with all the bishops and tried to get the homosexuals into the church and got shot down twice on it. Eh? Do I have to open it? We got a present all the bishops here. Were out. They, we got a present here as part of the anniversary show. We got to open it live on air as part of this. It's supposed to be very uh, integral to the topic. So I'm gonna. It's nice wrapping paper. Reminds oh. me of Minnie Mouse. It's very nice. Who's it from? Oh, look at this! It is a beautiful statue. Of Pope Francis. <laughs> that is nice. Is it a bobblehead? Yeah. Is that a glass case? You should not oh, make Look it. at that. Oh, it's beautiful. They're doing the Pope wave and everything. I'm going to grab a picture of that and tweet a that sol- out. It's a solar Pope. How is it solar? That's going on Twitter right now. By solar energy, the, be- the benevolent pontiff will wave his blessing from your bookshelf, windowsill, or dashboard. Whenever a beam of light touches him, he'll reassure you with a wave that everything is going to be okay. Isn't that nice? The Pope's going to wave it. I'm going to put that right up in the life in the Dutch hall. Oh, we don't get a lot of sunlight here. I'll put it by the window. Thank you very much uh, for that gift. It's perfect. So we got the... Now we're fitting. That is really nice. Oh, yeah. Solar Pope. Yeah, the Solar Pope. Even if a, Mar- <laughs> if a Martian came in here, I would just uh, allow the, the Pope to give him a little hand wave. Eh? The Pope. The Pope is cool. That's all I'm saying is the Pope is cool. Right? He's going to try to bring people back to the church. He's trying to be. He's trying to do his best. <laughs> is that it? So we usually do the Pope versus the Iron Sheik, but that's it. So you guys, um, I want to say to you, my dad's one of my dad's favorite shows is The Dad Show. 
And the, what he likes, what he what he really burned him about that show, Jeff, was at the very end of the show, you started telling a story about your clutch. That's right. And he he he's saying, how do you tell the story? He's just started telling the story about his clutch, and then it uh, it burned, it, it's it stopped. So can you can you pick up that story just to let us know where it went? Yeah, sure. Um, so it was about time for me to get the operation done. And, vasectomy? Uh, oh, yes. yeah, you're going for your vasectomy, that's right. So if anybody's ever been to uh, Burlington and around Burlington, it's Dr. Love. He's the one who uh, does the vasectomies. Dr. Love Dr. does Love. the vasectomy? That's his name. That's yeah. Is that at the vasectomy clinic, or what's the, what's the name of that place where he works? Uh, just the Burlington Hospital, whatever it's called. Yeah. St. Joe's, I think. So that's actually where I became a prostitute as well. Because, uh, <laughs> no, because he wanted to uh, do... Um, some research on colon cancer so he wanted to find uh, a healthy male and he said he would pay me a hundred dollars to put his finger up my bum and of course <laughs> me being the dutchman said yeah sure anything for research how was it <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I said can i make another hundred bucks it wasn't your first <laughs> it wasn't your first time at the rodeo eh? no no <laughs> it slid in like a nice like just easy eh? yeah yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, I'm not gonna. I won't elaborate more on that part of the story, except except to say that the nurse that was uh, shaving the boys was she was very attractive, and I was frozen, and I wasn't sure if I was gonna get an erection when I was frozen as well. Oh really? So, and she's I very attractive. She was, and I was able to get an. Can erection you just describe her? <laughs> you were able to what? I was able to still get an erection while I was frozen. So, really? You yeah, did get an erection? I did. That's awesome. So, like, what does she look like? So you have to give me, like, um... Well, some... just picture a hot nurse, right? Yeah, what, so. what how... Like what a candy striper? Like, what, what sort she's, of build? She's blonde hair, and uh, just slightly older than I was, so it was kind of like the, uh, oh. like the, hot, the hot babysitter. She's been, uh, she knows thing. what she's doing. Eh? She yeah, had she, small hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made me look big. <laughs> so anyways getting to the uh, maybe you didn't get an erection at all maybe she had shrinking hands <laughs> maybe maybe because it's frozen it felt like it was an erection and it was shaved which helps too right yes if, when your wife shaves your balls do you ever get an erection uh, no she, she I usually take care of that part you always want to keep the bushes trimmed around the deck that's right <laughs> so anyways uh, so I was, I was driving the ultimate warrior and uh and it had let me down once again with the clutch. And uh, usually when you go to these things, you get somebody to give you a ride. And uh, I think my wife was, she had to go shopping or something like that. So uh, I was on my own and uh, had to drive the, the, uh, the truck there. And uh, if any of you have ever tried to drive a vehicle with no clutch, it's very difficult. Uh, especially after you've had a vasectomy, it makes it that much more difficult. Yeah. So anytime you get to an intersection, you can't drive you have to stop the vehicle and shut it off and then you have to like turn the car on and like start like start it up while it's in gear so it's like jerking and everything else so it's like riding like a bull basically and <laughs> and i think a couple times i had to get out and like push it like through the intersection so the guy behind me wouldn't uh you know flip me the bird or anything like that did your nuts turn so, black uh i was just more worried about getting hit by like another car no no but from the jarring of it did it Create blood to pool in your scrotum? Uh, I don't remember that part. I just remember like going home and, and getting the bag of peas. And hey, Pete, yes? can I tell you how I, w I went to mine? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a United minister to drive me, and we had a six-pack on the way there. Yeah? So it was me and the minister, 
in the hospital. He was taking pictures of me. Did he put a finger in your bum too for a hundred bucks? No, shit, no. <laughs> that was for free. <laughs> Did he shame you? <laughs> that was the same one where he tried to. No, that was your son's vasectomy story that you told him. That where he tried circumcision, sorry. Where you got the belt? Oh yeah, no, 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 your son's vasectomy. Your son's circumcision. That I was getting mixed up. My son's gonna have kids. He does. He's not fixed yet. He's, no, no. he's six years old. <laughs> That was way better. I like mine because I got Valium and Demerol, and oh yeah, the Valium's great. And it was like, uh, <laughs> it was so much fun. My wife was actually in for it. I don't know if I told this on air before, but my wife was actually in for my vasectomy, and because uh, she's like a doctor, so kind of. Yes. And then she <laughs> scientific interest. <laughs> and then the doctor's like, "Come on in, you can look." So I'm lying on the table, and I got all this. I got more. Or I got the uh, Demerol and the uh, Valium, so I'm having a great time. Doctor's funny. He's telling jokes and stuff like that, and uh, I'm really enjoying the jokes. So he's he's like, um, but he ran out quick, and he didn't have any more jokes left. But he gets to the point where he's got to like put the incision in my scrotum, right? So he's got to like cut my scrotum, right? And then like I'm waiting for that. You, you're numb, but you can feel it in your balls. Like you can still feel the tugging of it. So then uh, I'm looking at Jane's face, thinking my wife's face when he does the actual incision is gonna be something of like horror or like some sort of empathy for me, something that's like, uh, that she's gonna like at least feel some sort of something for me. Feel your pain. And all I saw as soon as he started cutting my scrotum was just a smile come over my wife's face like I've never seen before. I got a smile of fascination and wonder. Like she was looking into like the, you know, like into the asshole of a unicorn, you know, like something like just this rainbow shooting out of it, you know. It's just, rainbow poop. <laughs> yeah, that's what you look like. And she just loved the, the, seeing the inner workings of my scrotum. Isn't that what it was? <laughs> yeah, I never seen her take such pleasure in it. I was, I, I was a little put off by it, to be honest with you. I was a little nervous. It's torture. I do though. sleep beside you. You go in there and you put a gown on and you sit beside the guy that's going in next. And you just watch these guys come out. It's like, oh, fuck, what am I in for here? They come out walking all cockeyed, right? It's like, oh, it's the worst. I had a really good-looking nurse that checked on me, too, but uh, uh, no erection. I have to have... You were, you were I, sitting on a cold table, Pete. Yeah, no, well, you know, conditions have to be perfect for me uh, to, to do something like that. Bringing a little Barry Manilow, maybe? Yeah, I need it to be nice. A little nice music. Maybe a little uh, maybe a little Van Morrison. Lionel Richie. No, I don't like... Well, Lionel Richie actually has some of the old stuff. Commodores. Commodores, I could get a, get some busy about that. Not journey. If we're making love, James... <laughs> It's business time. Jerry's not for making love. Abba. I would put on a little Bill Withers. <laughs> or a little bit of that. What's with Billy Paul? Billy Paul. You put on a little Billy Paul. That, oh, makes, yeah. the girls, that makes the girls ready. Uh, mm, Billy Paul. <laughs> Billy, Billy Paul. <laughs> Mrs. 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 Jones. <laughs> All right. Let's spin the wheel and get another group up here talking talk about another topic. Thank you very Thanks, much Pete. for the Dodd Show and uh, Cherry Popper for coming. Hey. All right. Spin the wheel there, uh, Clunder. Okay. So if we could get up the crew from birthday show. Birthday show. Who's on the birthday show? Bur uh, everyone that's on the birthday show. This is what we're going to do for the birthday show. For the cast that's on the birthday show, everybody that's here in the room. One of the great highlights of the birthday show was the 
uh, I think, How You Lost Your Virginity Stories. Oh, my God. And uh, the one that uh, we had on that episode was uh, Ryan Vandenbush, the uh, illustrious NHL uh, hockey player, (laughs) who told a very disturbing story of underage uh, sex uh, that... uh, there's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> Please listen. It was a fan favorite. So does anybody else, in the spirit of, in, in tribute to the birthday show, want to volunteer their How They Lost Their Virginity story? <laughs> oh, I was really counting on it. I was really counting on it. Not a lot of hands flying. The wife. The wife. All right. Then if, we do, if we can't do it, then what was the next thing? We had uh, Would You Rather. What was the thing with Kyle's... Yeah, would you rather? Okay. Can we come up with a quick one? Would you rather? All right, let's come up for who's who's gonna play Would You Rather? Yeah. Oh, bang! We did bang Mary Kill. Let's do bang Mary Kill with the the cast of uh, of uh, world or of uh, birthday birthday show. Come on up here. All right, the birthday show. uh, We're gonna do a little game called uh, uh, bang Mary Kill. Now, bang Mary Kill uh, has become quite a hot uh, topic in the news lately, I guess, because there was a. Oh, I don't even know how long ago it was. It was a while ago. Justin Trudeau was on a radio station in, uh, in Vancouver, I think, and he and the, the the host of the show wanted to play the game. They call it F Mary Kill, and they played F Mary Kill, and they used, I think, as their examples, the Prime Minister's wife, the former Governor Governor General of Canada uh, Michelle John, and. Uh, the other one was Rona Ambrose, which is like an MP, a good-looking MP, uh, a pro- uh, progressive conservative MP, right? So that was the game they played, and it, and it created quite a uh, stir. And they, they said that uh, it really created a stir with uh, female, like uh, the violence against uh, women-type groups who were saying that you, uh, you can't, say ki- you can't uh, you know, play a game where, you, where you're choosing to kill a woman because there's really women out there who are... Uh, uh, threatened to be killed by their by their uh, spouses or or boyfriends or whatever, right? So they're saying that was that why it was offensive. And to them, I say, uh, fuck you guys because uh, that is stupid. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because what you're doing, the whole point of the fucking game is that you sit there and you you put three people to make it difficult, even to make it difficult because you don't want to kill them. No one wants to kill anyone. The game is to put you in a situation where you take three people. Probably all of which you want to bang, or all of which you want to marry, or all of which you want to kill. Uh, 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 not literally, but uh, figuratively, you know, like they're just an unpleasant person. But you're not actually going to be, it doesn't make, uh, make it a, I can't imagine a woman, even a woman is a, a, who is a victim of uh, violence, to, to listen to a game of bang, marry, kill, where I say, who would you rather bang, uh, like Rosie O'Donnell, Oprah, or... Um, uh, Sherry Shepard or something like that, and you, and you, they, and people say, "Oh, I can't believe they wanted to kill Rosie O'Donnell." That's terrible. It's a fucking game, you know. You it's a, it, it's a hypothetical. So to those people, and all of those people are is like a t- hundred people, or or t- sometimes even just twenty people who write a fucking letter, uh, and actually a real letter, like a stamped letter with. Or a, it's just Rosie O'Donnell twenty times. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. she doesn't like being part of the game. So, and out of respect for Rosie, we'll put. But we did the game with Lori Ball, uh, and we. <laughs> said to her, we said uh, Attila the Hun, Adolf Hitler, and Jeff Ball were your three choices. No. Right? Well, wasn't that it? You, gave, you started that way and then you went to all good ones. Mm. So you did Johnny yeah. Reed, Johnny Harry Connick Jr., oh. and Jeff Ball. Oh, yeah. yeah. You killed Jeff. Oh, difficult, difficult. No, I married him again. 
Who'd you kill? Johnny Reed? I can't remember. You wouldn't Roger. bang him again, Bang-Harry though. Jr. I don't want to. I don't want to upset you, but you killed Johnny Reed. I think in that one. No. Yeah, so I know he's gotten you a little bit of action from your wife over the years, but. <laughs> oh, that's fa- it. Doesn't work anymore. No. Not Johnny Reed. What's it, what work? What's working now? all right so let's uh, so uh we're gonna play another game of bang mary kill we're gonna do two rounds one for the men and one for the women Hmm. let's do uh let's do three uh just lovely young ladies that three of which you would never want to do violence on three helpless beautiful young women and you have and no one in the room right wouldn't that be better? Yeah. yeah, that'd be better. Why don't you do all? Let's do all people in the room and then make no. it really uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that would be fun too. All right, let's do who's? Let's do uh, um, Ariana Grande. She seems like a helpless young. Uh, yeah, young lass. one of your favorites. I do like her quite a bit. Uh, let's do Ariana Grande. Uh, let's stick in that genre. Selena Gomez. Yeah, are you aware of these people? No, I know Slink. I don't know. All right, let's go to this. You know Ariana Grande? Uh, I live in Doha. I only know people within a <laughs> radius of 20 miles. These are singers. Who's a who's a <laughs> hottie? A, a musician. Uh, okay, let me go this way. Okay, I'll like, say, is this Kevin. I'm gonna do one for you. We're either talking about the girl that works at KFC, <laughs> the <laughs> bank of Canada Trust, or Dave's Variety, or Dave's Variety. All right, the Orientals are at the BJ's. I'm what about what? your? Uh, what about celebrities? <laughs> to the bottom of the hunky hall. Do I? <laughs> All right, I got one. This is a, this is one for Kevin alone. Kevin, you have to bang, Mary kill. These are your three: Patsy Klein, Loretta Lynn. These are in their prime. When they're in their prime, before the accident, Patsy Klein, before she was mangled by the horrible accident, right? So you got uh, you got you got uh, Patsy Klein, Loretta Lynn. Or who's another old country girl? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Mm. Oh, good one. Those are the three for you, Kev. Yeah, good one. You know them. You know I know them. them all. I, um, so. Bang, Mary, Kev. I would um, marry Loretta. Oh, oh, coal miner's daughter. Yeah. And then. Um, <laughs> Hard worker. <laughs> You gotta kill. You gotta kill your Dolly Parton or Patsy Klein. I'm gonna kill Patsy Klein. And bang Dolly Parton. And bang Dolly Parton. Oh, oh I think I, I think that is the right choice. Actually, I, I can't find anyone that would find fault in that one. Yeah. Patsy Klein um, was a beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. Yeah. But I do think uh, with just her. This is a terrible thing to say. I don't even know if I want to say it. I was say something the most the most offensive thing I think I would have ever said on the show. <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Patsy Klein. This is terrible, by the way. I'm gonna say it but anyway. But Patsy Klein, because she seemed to have a lot of problems with the guys she's with. Like she always seemed to have like abusive kind of guys. That, and I think that maybe she's a pain in the ass. Like to be honest with you, like to have so much trouble with the guy. <laughs> She asked. She might have been a pain. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's bad. That's why it's bad, right? That's why I didn't want to say it. Anyway, you're agreeing with the guy, the, with the husband, son. I am boyfriends. You're sounding very conservative. I'm a feminist, as it turns out. I think I am a feminist, like a closet feminist. Yes, I like it. Our Can conversations, it's like ridiculous. Feminist, like. feminine. <laughs> what is? It? I am uh, probably both. You know, I look in the mirrors. I always think my voice sounds effeminate, and then they did Not that. Not as bad as mine. 
No. I don't know. I think you put. Yeah, you're on the sexiest voice list. Yeah, maybe I should be talking. No, I'm not on the sexy. He's the scientific correspondent. I can't. He's not sexy. He's scientific. Jane's saying science isn't sexy, and that's why this next bang Mary kill is gonna be directed just towards Jane, only with the men of science. Oh. So bang Mary kill scientific people. You have to have. You have Albert Einstein. Bill Nye the Science Guy, <laughs> and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Who you know, is that? The host of Cosmos. Oh, the Cosmos. Black guy. You know, I'm killing him for Cosmos. sure. He's annoying. What? Sorry. His show's great. No. That's a hate crime. I would love to, <laughs> love to experiment with Bill Nye the Science Guy in the sack. So I'm Whoa. gonna bang him. <laughs> What? Oh my goodness Crazy. gracious! Crazy. And, you're, and who am I marrying? Oh, Albert Einstein. Yeah, for sure. He's a classic. Yeah, I'd love to have my name like Mrs. Einstein. Oh, for sure. I'm in. So there you go. Easy. Oh, good job, Jay. Good job. Good job, baby. Okay. So, Mike, you want one? I'm going to give you Women of Music because oh, you're nice. the uh, the front man from Crown the Lion. You know when I promoted that show, Crown the Lion, I said uh, you were going to perform uh, a song off your, your upcoming album, and I actually said the title of the album, eh? Yeah. Do you still have that album? You know what it was? Yeah. Bury the Hatchet. Bury the Hatchet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ask my drummer about it. <laughs> yeah, of the upcoming album, Bury the Hatchet. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. in the works. Or your drummer Bury the Hatchet? Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. They got to bury the hatchet first. You did right? bury it. I think. Good, good. We got. We're looking forward to yeah, it. For moving on. So for, for so this seems sensitive. I'm sorry. It's not sensitive at all. Okay. Well, we got three three women of music. I'm going to go with uh, three real knockouts, favorites of mine, rock girls. Okay. okay. I think I should be able to handle that. All right. I got to think of them. I'm going to go and we're, all. We're also, talking in their primes. In their prime. Before always, we start. always okay. in their prime. I like that. I'm going Joan Jett. Oh yeah. Recently inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know if she deserves it. To be honest with you. Uh, but also a bit, you know, a bit of a sultry young lady back in her day. I liked her. Remember that Michael J. Fox movie before Michael J. Fox got all fucked up? She was in it. Bright. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, Joan Jett. Who's what? another rock? Back to the future. Rock girl. Cindy. Cindy Lauper, in her prime. Cindy Lauper. That's a rock girl. I wouldn't say she's a rock girl. I'm gonna go. Pat Bennett. No. Uh, we can't go all '80s girls. We gotta go with someone with the four set. Let's go with uh, who's a hot rock girl anymore? Pink. Pink. Yeah. I'll give Pink. Pink. Yeah. Different. A rock girl? Yeah, she got. She's got a rock voice. Gwen Stefani. She's got a rock voice. Nah, a front rock girl like the girl from Metric. Girl from Metric. No, she can't. Yeah. Okay. I'd kill her. If I <laughs> I've seen them live. So. Uh, I think she's killing herself. Okay. Let's go. Uh, let's go. I'm gonna go. Like, Stefani. Yeah, I'll take that Tiff. all day. Yeah. Tiff Jim. Oh, let's go. No. Tiff Jim. No. What do we got? Yeah, okay. That, we'll that's go. Pete's question. Uh, Joan Jett. You said. Joan Jett. How about the girl? Okay. Let's go. Yeah. The girl from Heart when she was skinny. Like the brunette? Is that what no, you're saying? No, it's not when she was skinny. It's now. Gwen no, no. Stefani's it, the pick. She's the judge on The Voice. and she's Yeah, but it's in your prime. That's the rules. You can't make them from over there. The rules are it's in their prime. It's like extended question. That wasn't. That it's in the, the prime. What? She's in the prime. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. We're, we're, everyone's in their prime. The girl from Heart's in her prime when she's skinny and hot. How about the girl from Wilson Phillips in her prime? Mm. China Phillips okay. or Carney? Yeah, Mike. Mm. Who China Phillips? Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off the rails on this thing completely. Okay, let's do it. Let's, let's get go. a quick one. I'm gonna go. Whitney Houston. <laughs> We're going. 
No, I can't think of anyone. Okay, Cheryl Crow. Oh, nice. Oh, Cheryl there Crow, there's Thank one. Thank you. Nice choice. So Cheryl Crow, Joan Jett, and uh, we're going to go with... Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks. Yeah! Stevie Nicks, Enterprise. Kill, uh, and she was, uh, she was Joan Jett, Stevie Nicks, and Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, hmm. Mike, you're going to want to dump your load in for the rest of your life. I know. This is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, the rest guys, of my life. What's the matter? I feel like... Uh, She's not in the game. <laughs> I feel like Joan Jett, I would probably kill. Get rid of her. Oh. Stevie Nicks, bang, and Mary Cheryl Crow. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Lance Armstrong didn't work out, so I'll get in there. <laughs> yeah, one night, eh? Yeah. Hey, I got two balls. I'm in. <laughs> Does he have two, or he might have none? Hey? I think he's down to one. He's down to one? Like Phil Kessel. Helps one. him with the with the balance on the bicycle. And also with steroids. Because you can put your... Well, actually, no, the one ball would screw you up, right? When you got <laughs> yeah. two, you can put one on each That's side right. of that little seat. Yeah. Yeah. But when you got one... You just stuff it in your stomach. You keep right, driving in circles, you know? <laughs> He just forgets he has balls. He's gonna though. put that one ball in the in the top of the seat, just on the peak. He just like tapes it on the front. What of do it. they ride on a banana seat? You think it's a small banana? No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, he rides on a small banana seat. I imagine like one of those little ones that go right up your butt, the real skinny ones. Yeah, like it's pretty much just anal penetration for a long time. Yeah, they like it. Yeah. If he uses a girl seat with the hole in the middle of the seat. And he just puts the ball in the hole. Yeah. That's a really good. That's a great call. That's they a good. Have it's yeah. like egg in a nest, right? Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Classic egg in a nest. Egg in a nest. So, uh, Tom, I'm going to do one more for you. All right. This is the finisher for this segment, and I'm going to go with uh, uh, three uh, very attractive young uh, celebrities for you. All right. Okay. We're going to go with Justin Bieber, <laughs> Nick Jonas. <laughs> And um, Michael Bublé. Yeah, let's go oh, with the old Bublé. For the Christmas yeah. season, we're going with Beautiful old Bublé. Christmas singer. Old Bublé. <laughs> and this is, again, to answer the people that say it's violence against women. We're also having violence against men, so take it easy. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and invert my thinking. <laughs> you can do it. I, I I probably could go there. All right, here. Who's gonna be? All right. Who do I gotta look at every day when I wake up in the morning? <laughs> uh, definitely uh, the multi-talented and and quite wealthy Michael Bublé. Yeah, great great choice. Yeah. Is that your you marrying? Marrying Bublé. All right. Definitely. Marrying Bublé. Good choice. And um, I don't even know what my third choice was, but I know for a matter of fact that I would definitely just kill. Uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> also a great and who, So you're going to bang so who Nick am I Jonas. Banging? Yeah, Nick yeah Jonas. you know what? Lucky guy. The eyebrows aren't too bad. Lucky guy. He's kind of cute. So. And actually, uh, I have a niece that uh, just loves Nick Jonas. And if I did, if I, oh, Joe, it's Joe Jonas? Well, either one, if I banged any of the Jonas, if I banged any one of them, she'd be insanely jealous for life. So I'm going to bang him. Can you bang the guy good. you marry? Uh, you have to bang the person you marry. It's a Marriage, right? Okay. Oh, Who's yeah. going to stay gonna married bank. to you if you never bang them, right? Uh, I don't know. I was wondering. Abby I thought it was so great. <laughs> <laughs> the only, my only concern would be if I ended up banging Michael Bublé too often, I was afraid I would affect his voice. It might get higher. <laughs> that would be about it. 
Oh, you're taking it in every in every scenario. I didn't mention that, but you are actually yeah, the, well, the bottom to. in all those scenarios. He's, <laughs> he's very sensitive. Well, he's going to bang a man. He'll be sensitive. I'm all top. So <laughs> no all right, let's get let's get the wheel spun. Thank you very much, everyone, for that. And let's get the wheel spun. We'll have one more round of the feud. Hey. Come on, Janie. Oh shoot. Spin the wheel. You're getting the feud music. All right, we're going to get ready to play the feud here. We just have to do, go through some technical glitches because I am a idiot. So we're going to get the set up right now, play some feud, and keep the keep the thing rolling. So we're going to have from uh, we're going to have Abby square off against Paul for this one. It's going to be round six of, of Family Feud. Okay, ready? No, I'm not. Yeah, she is ready. All right, let's. Yep. Let's do this one. Okay, top five answers on the board. Here is your question. What are the worst things said on season one of Live from the Dutch Hall? Paul. Cunt. Cunt. <laughs> That's got to be number one. Actually, cunt is number four. Oh. Number four, cunt. Oh, I got to do this one. What's that? What? What'd you say? What was number four again, Dave? Cunt. I love that word. <laughs> what? All right, Abby, you have a chance to steal. No, I, I got to preface it saying it's not only the words that we say, the bad words that we say, but it's also the horrible things, the subject matter that we talk about, and uh, anything bad that we have said over the last year. Any of the topics. What are the worst things we've said? The things that have offended the most people on the show over the past year. Cards Against Humanity, there's lots of shit. Like, as a general whole? Yeah. Like, racism. Oh, that's a good one. But eh, we do not believe in racism on Live in the Dutch Hall and haven't, and haven't actually said anything racist in 53 weeks. So it's actually something I'm quite proud of that we haven't done anything racist in the whole... Borderline. I totally disagree. Oh, Abby's chocolate milk. Yeah, that was a really thing. That was very racist. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, like, oh, like a whole show yeah, bashed the Italian. Yeah, like you bashed the Italians on a whole show. The Italian, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, and that's that's not racist at all. Well, it could be a guess. No. Oh, okay. Oh, anyway. no, 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 no. That's a fair. That's a fair point. Let's see if there's anything I can construe as being racist. Okay, I'll give it to you. Thank you. The Italians killed Jesus. That Thank was number you. two answer. Thank you. The that Italians is very racist. P.S. That was. That is pretty racist. Yes. That is racist. Number two. So you Holy get to shit. you get to pass or play, Abby. I will fucking pass. All right. Paul seems up. I am not up. racist. I have a guess. Lori's got a guess. What do you say? Anyone can guess. Midgets shitting in a bucket. Oh, great guess. Great guess. But, eh, sorry. Didn't make the list. Didn't make the survey. Who else? Anyone else have a guess for the worst things we said on Life in the Dutch Hall? Hey, two girls in a cup. Two girls in a cup. Let me see. I'll check to see if it's on there. Come on. We have not said we have not done it yet, though. I do have a. I, I do really. Uh, uh, we have to save that for this year, because that's a good one to talk about for this year. We'll get that in there. What about in Cherry Popper, the uh, the girl who had all the babies, the oh, dead babies, dead babies, dead babies. That's a great. Uh, dead babies joke. Yes, number number five or number yeah number five. Uh, that really disturbed me. 
<laughs> Any other guesses? I have a guess, but I don't want to say it, want to say it out loud. <laughs> you don't want to say it out loud? <laughs> oh, yes. No. Eh. <laughs> Never bringing that one up again. Never bringing it up again. The other two answers on the board were number three, Mansbridge. Man, Peter Mansbridge likes bum play. Oh, yeah. And the number one answer, the worst thing that the Dutch Hall said in the past year, Germany wins. Oh. Germany wins. Oh. So. <laughs> easy Hitler, easy Hitler. Hey, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. And, you're t and I do hate the German soccer team, that's for sure. One more round of the feud and we'll call... Oh, well, let's just say... Oh, I, this is a good one. This is a trivia question for live from the Dutch Hall. Let's do it. This is the last round of the feud. And it's a top six answers on the board. Adam Paul, you want to do it again? All right. Which guest Whoa. has appeared most on live from the Dutch Hall in season one? Easy. Paul. Dave Charters. Dave Charters. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. Number two. Number two answer on the board. Abby, you want to steal it? Number two with, uh, I should say, the number of appearances Charters has had. Mike, Dave Cherry's had 11 appearances on Live from the Dutch Hall in the first year. We've had a total of 63 different guests on Live from the Dutch Hall in our first year. And uh, Dave has had, Dave's had 11 appearances in, the, in that time. And, okay, uh, does this count like your family, like your wife and two kids? or does Anyone that, yeah, if, she, if they've been on the show the most, they get to be on the show Jane the most. Jane Van Dyke. Jane Van Dyke is number three. Number three, yes. No, number Charles is number two. Number one's still up on the board. Hey, did you, does that include the PD solo show? Surpassing. Jane made an appearance on that one, sorry. Yeah, I won that shit. Uh, even with Jane making that appearance, you'd be tied with you, Dave, then. I won that shit. Pass or play? You pass or play? <laughs> play. Play, okay. <laughs> Next guess. Who's the, who's had the most appearances on Life of the Dutch I know. Pete Van Dyke. Well, I don't count. I'm, a, I'm not a guess. Oh. Hey, oh, I guess. All right. Uh, Mike Bowe. Mike Bow, number one answer on the board. Mike oh, Bow with a, really? yeah, with uh, twelve appearances is the record. Son of a bitch. Yes, he's got you by one episode. One I'm episode. coming in next week. <laughs> so we have uh, three more answers on the board. The top three have been guests. Who are the next three? Ryan Vandenbush. Ryan Vandenbush, yes, tied. For, he's actually tied for fourth. It's a three-way tie for fourth with six appearances. Oh. Yeah, Tom Bowen, scientific correspondent, has got to be on there. Actually, Tom Bowen, no, he, Tom Bowen uh, came later in the show. Actually, no, Kevin Tom Bowen. Sorry, Tom Bowen has six episodes tied. <coughs> yeah, Kevin Paul Van Dyke. Paul Van Dyke, six, six, six episodes. Uh, no, Ryder is only Kevin Van Dyke. Kevin Van Dyke is uh, is as fi five episodes. They're all in the back oh, of this paper. I, I already, I'm sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the only one we didn't get was uh, we got Tom. Oh, yeah, Paul, Tom, and Ryan. That's it. Uh, Ballsy. Jeff Ball actually had six uh, six episodes with T-Shirt Club, and then he did the double back-to-back -back with the interesting Jeff Ball and the uh, yeah, you, you know Pete versus the Italian show, and as well as live from Turkey Point, and the uh, live show from Waterford. Uh, shenanigans on St. James Street, which yeah. was one of the my very first live appearance, and my monologue went uh, decidedly worse than it did tonight. <laughs> decidedly worse. It was one of the most humiliating experiences of my life. <laughs> but it's done. So you want to do one more spin on the wheel, and we'll call it a show. Uh, we'll see who else is up. Spin it one last time, and let's see what we can do. 
Poops and Spoons, the cast of Poops and Spoons come up, and this is an open invitation. One of the uh, one of the great one of the great episodes uh, that we did was uh, live from Delhi at Abby and Kevin Van Dyke's house. Poops and Spoons, and why not use this as an opportunity to tell one last poop story before we call the show? And uh, we had actually some listener feedback last week, where the listeners said, "You guys talk about poop a lot." Hey, you guys uh, done over there? <laughs> Anyone <laughs> trying to do something over here? Yeah, it's getting on the mic a little bit over there. So uh, we, we had feedback from a listener this week who said, you guys talk about poop a lot on the show. And uh, what I'd like to hear more of is cleanup talk. He says, you talk a lot about the dump itself, where you have the dump, but not a lot of talk on the cleanup. So I was thinking today... We could maybe use the cast of Poops and Spoons who really do enjoy the poop talk to maybe help out our friend who's a shareholder alive from the Dutch Hall, one of our great shareholders, uh, Jeff Kemp, who, who, who told us that uh, he'd like to know more about cleanup. So what do you say, Kev? Is there any... Uh, what I'm going to say is I love my wife more than anything in the world before I even start talking because I can tell she's really pissed at me right now. And I'm in big trouble. Oh, yeah? So I don't want to get into this on the air, hon. No cleanup? The poop story? It doesn't matter. I can just she's cause she's gonna hack on me about something. I can see it. I'm in big shit. I got a question. So you gotta do the cleanup. This gotta, is perfect. This is the thing. Do you have baby bum wipes? Do you have baby bum wipes uh, on your toilet? Do you? That's a simple question. Yes or no? No. What? You can't answer that in front of your wife. You can't. Maybe. You have children. You don't have baby bum wipes from when you wipe their This is not for the children, Pete. For yourself. I know. It's like Cottonelle wipes. But that yeah, won't clean up the mess bum. you have going right. with your wife right now? All right. All right. It won't clean it up? It won't clean up the mess you have with your wife? No? But it will clean up a heck of your mess in your, in your pants, won't it, Kevin? <laughs> is that why you use it? Pete, you're messing me up. Why? <laughs> it's not. Is this too late in the show? Is everyone says too silly? <laughs> 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 we are getting close to the end. With, with the Abby, you gotta have something, something to help out my listener. I'll help out your listener already. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What? Do you want what? I will help out your listener in any okay. way possible. How can I help your listener? <laughs> I think ending the ending the segment might help. <laughs> then that would be a good thing. Just ending the segment would probably be the best thing we can do. Spin the wheel one more time. Let's do one round. Let's pretend. Let's spin it no matter what comes up. One round of Van Dykes Against Humanity. Whoever wants to play it, let's do it. The last episode is Van Dykes Against Humanity. Let's uh. Whoever wants to play, get out some cards here. Pass them around. I'm going to take a stack myself. There you go. Larry, take those. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to play a little game. It's a tribute to the episode we had, Van Dykes Against Humanity, which was uh, an episode that we did just because we were really not feeling like doing one, and we decided just to play an episode, uh, play a game just to, to cut the tension. This one uh, we're going to do is... Uh, 
with Jane Van Dyke, Abby and Kevin Van Dyke, and Lori Ball. We're playing a little game called Van Dyke's Against or Cards Against Humanity. This is the question, okay? So fill in the blanks with whatever card you have in your hand. And this is a tribute to the Haitian dwarf. After the earthquake, Sean Penn brought blank to the people of Haiti. Actually, let's make it this. After the earthquake, Sean Penn brought blank to the Haitian dwarf. Nipple blades. <laughs> can you repeat the question, Pete? Yes, Come I can. On. After the earthquake, Sean Penn brought blank to the Haitian dwarf. A monkey smoking a cigar. A monkey smoking a cigar. Nipple blades. Nipple and, blades? And yes, nipple Bill blades. Bill Nye the science guy. Uh, that's oh, sexy. Apparently he's an attentive lover. Uh, <laughs> apparently he's an attentive lover. Elton John with a massive erection. Yeah. Vi Vigilante <laughs> justice. That says Miley Cyrus at 55. Lance Armstrong's missing testicle. Really? Did it help? Kev, that was bullshit. Do you got one? Kev has a fake card. <laughs> Kev's fake. He made something up. Frolicking. Ask, ask he brought frolicking to the Haitian dwarf. He's not going to remember. He's Anyone got a winner? Yes. Nipple blades. Man, Crystal that's the winner. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go, what do you got? I have vigilante justice. Vigilante. What's the one that said? Uh, nipple blades. Me? What is yes. a nipple blade? <laughs> Something that cuts off your nipple, probably. <laughs> oh. What else do you think it would be? I don't fucking know. <laughs> a blade that cuts off a nipple. I've never heard of a nipple blade. I don't it? know, but it sounds like dirty, so well, you should probably pick that answer. It's probably big in Haiti, I'd imagine. Right? So Yeah, that's the winner. Woo! Yes, you're the winner. You should be very proud. Persist Van Dyke gets you the win. We give you the win because you wouldn't be quiet, right? Like, Fuck, <laughs> won. Nobody won not trying, did they? All right, so we're. Yeah. We just need to play the. So we're gonna go. We're. So I just want to thank everybody for coming from the to the anniversary show. Thank you very much for my uh, Pope gift, for the bottle of champagne, for everyone who supported me, everyone who bought a T-shirt, everyone who sponsored me on PayPal, everyone who's bought something on Amazon, everybody who's uh, who's come come and supported me in one way or another, told a friend, retweeted an episode, or shared it on Facebook. Anybody that's uh, been with me for this crazy year that we've done, for which makes no sense, I want to thank you. And once again, uh, just keep telling your friends, keep doing what you're doing. It's going to be really fun in 2015, so stay tuned for Season 2. It's going to be awesome. With that, thank you, everybody, and let's play us out, boys. Make sure you check out Pete on Instagram at Pete's Beach Party. That's all it is. Going like hotcakes. <laughs> <laughs>